Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Judges chapter 18. In those days, there was no king in Israel, and the Danite tribe was looking for territory to occupy. Up to that time, no territory had been captured by them among the tribes of Israel. So the Danites sent out five brave men from all their clans, from Zorah and Eshdael, to scout out the land and explore it. They told them, go and explore the land. They came to the hill country of Ephraim as far as the home of Micah and spent the night there. While they were near Micah's home, they recognized the accent of the young Levite. So they went over to him and asked, Who brought you here? What are you doing in this place? What is keeping you here? He told them, This is what Micah has done for me. He has hired me, and I became his priest. Then they said to him, Please inquire of God for us to determine if we will have a successful journey. The priest told them, Go in peace. The Lord is watching over the journey you are going on. The five men left and came to Laish. They saw that the people who were there were living securely, in the same way as the Sidonians, quiet and unsuspecting. There was nothing lacking in the land and no oppressive ruler. They were far from the Sidonians, having no alliance with anyone. When the men went back to their relatives at Zorah and Eshtiel, their relatives asked, What did you find out? They answered, Come on, let's attack, for we have seen the land and it is very good. Why wait? Don't hesitate to go and invade and take possession of the land. When you get there, you will come to an unsuspecting people and a spacious land, for God has handed it over to you. It is a place where nothing on earth is lacking. Six hundred Danites departed from Zorah and Eshtiel, armed with weapons of war. They went up and camped at Kiriath Jerim in Judah. This is why the place is still called the Camp of Dan today. It is west of Kiriath Jerim. From there, they traveled to the hill country of Ephraim and arrived at Micah's house. The five men who had gone out to scout the land of Laish told their brothers, Did you know that there are an ephod, household gods, and a carved image, and a silver idol in these houses? Now think about what you should do. So they detoured there and went to the house of the young Levite at the home of Micah and greeted him. The six hundred Danite men were standing by the entrance of the city gate, armed with their weapons of war. Then the five men who had gone to scout out the land went in and took the carved image, the ephod, the household idols, and the silver idol, while the priest was standing by the entrance of the city gate with six hundred men armed with weapons of war. When they entered Micah's house and took the carved image, the ephod, the household idols, and the silver idol, the priest said to them, What are you doing? They told him, Be quiet. Keep your mouth shut. Come with us and be a father and priest to us. Is it better for you to be a priest for the house of one person or for you to be the priest for a tribe and family in Israel? So the priest was pleased and took the ephod, household idols, and carved image and went with the people. They prepared to leave, putting their dependents, livestock, and possessions in front of them. After they were some distance from Micah's house, the men who were in the houses near it were mustered and caught up with the Danites. They called to the Danites who turned to face them and said to Micah, What's the matter with you that you mustered the men? He said, You took the gods I had made and the priests and went away. What do I have left? How can you say to me, What's the matter with you? The Danites said to him, Don't raise your voice against us 
or angry men will attack you, and you and your family will lose your lives. The Danites went on their way, and Micah turned to go back home, because he saw that they were stronger than he was. After they had taken the gods Micah had made, and the priests that belonged to him, they went to Laish, to a quiet and unsuspecting people. They killed them with their swords and burned the city. There was no one to rescue them, because it was far from Sidon, and they had no alliance with anyone. It was in a valley that belonged to Beth Rehob. They rebuilt the city and lived in it. They named the city Dan, after the name of their ancestor Dan, who was born to Israel. The city was formerly named Laish. The Danites set up the carved image for themselves. Jonathan, son of Gershom, son of Moses, and his sons were priests for the Danite tribe at the time of the exile from the land. So they set up for themselves Micah's carved image that he had made, and it was there as long as the house of God was in Shiloh. Judges chapter 19 In those days, when there was no king in Israel, a Levite staying in a remote part of the hill country of Ephraim acquired a woman from Bethlehem in Judah as his concubine. But she was unfaithful to him and left him for her father's house in Bethlehem in Judah. She was there for four months. Then her husband got up and followed her to speak kindly to her and bring her back. He had his servant with him and a pair of donkeys. So she brought him to her father's house, and when the girl's father saw him, he gladly welcomed him. His father-in-law, the girl's father, detained him, and he stayed with him for three days. They ate, drank, and spent the nights there. On the fourth day, they got up early in the morning and prepared to go. But the girl's father said to his son-in-law, Have something to eat, to keep up your strength, and then you can go. So they sat down, and the two of them ate and drank together. Then the girl's father said to the man, Please agree to stay overnight and enjoy yourself. The man got up to go, but his father-in-law persuaded him. So he stayed and spent the night there again. He got up early in the morning of the fifth day to leave, but the girl's father said to him, Please keep up your strength. So they waited until late afternoon, and the two of them ate. The man got up to go with his concubine and his servant, when his father-in-law, the girl's father, said to him, Look, night is coming. Please spend the night. See, the day is almost over. Spend the night here. Enjoy yourself. Then you can get up early tomorrow for your journey and go home. But the man was unwilling to spend the night. He got up, departed, and arrived opposite Jabus, that is, Jerusalem. The man had his two saddled donkeys and his concubine with him. When they were near Jebus, the day was almost gone, and the servant said to his master, Please, why not let us stop at this Jebusite city and spend the night here? But his master replied to him, We will not stop at a foreign city where there are no Israelites. Let's move on to Gibeah. Come on, he said. Let's try to reach one of these places and spend the night in Gibeah or Ramah. So they continued on their journey, and the sun set as they neared Gibeah in Benjamin. They stopped to go in and spend the night in Gibeah. The Levite went in and sat down in the city square, but no one took them into their home to spend the night. In the evening, an old man came in from his work in the field. He was from the hill country of Ephraim, but he was residing in Gibeah, where the people were Benjamites. When he looked up and saw the traveler in the city square, the old man asked, Where are you going, and where do you come from? He answered him, We're traveling from Bethlehem in Judah to the remote hill country of Ephraim, where I am from. I went to Bethlehem in Judah, and now I'm going to the house of the Lord. No one has taken me into his home. Although there is straw and feed for my donkeys, and I have bread and wine for me, my concubine and the servant with us. There is nothing we lack. Welcome, said the old man. I'll take care of everything you need, only don't spend the night in the square. So he brought him to his house and fed the donkeys. Then they washed their feet and ate and drank. 
While they were enjoying themselves, all of a sudden, wicked men of the city surrounded the house and beat on the door. They said to the old man who was the owner of the house, Bring out the man who came to your house so we can have sex with him. The owner of the house went out and said to them, Please don't do this evil, my brothers. After all, this man has come into my house. Don't commit this horrible outrage. Here, let me bring out my virgin daughter and the man's concubine now. Abuse them and do whatever you want to them. But don't commit this outrageous thing against this man. But the men would not listen to him. So the man seized his concubine and took her outside to them. They raped her and abused her all night until morning. At daybreak, they let her go. Early that morning, the woman made her way back, and as it was getting light, she collapsed at the doorway of the man's house where her master was. When her master got up in the morning, opened the doors of the house, and went out to leave on his journey, there was the woman, his concubine, collapsed near the doorway of the house with her hands on the threshold. Get up, he told her. Let's go. But there was no response. So the man put her on his donkey and set out for home. When he entered his house, he picked up a knife, took hold of his concubine, cut her into twelve pieces, limb by limb, and then sent her throughout the territory of Israel. Everyone who saw it said, Nothing like this has ever happened or has been seen since the day the Israelites came out of the land of Egypt until now. Think it over, discuss it, and speak up. First John chapter 5 Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the Father also loves the one born of Him. This is how we know that we love God's children, when we love God and obey His commands. For this is what love for God is, to keep His commands, and His commands are not a burden, because everyone who has been born of God conquers the world. This is the victory that has conquered the world, our faith. Who is the one who conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Jesus Christ, he is the one who came by water and blood, not by water only, but by water and by blood. And the Spirit is the one who testifies, because the Spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three are in agreement. If we accept human testimony, God's testimony is greater because it is God's testimony that he has given about his Son. The one who believes in the Son of God has this testimony within himself. The one who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony God has given about his Son. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life and this life is in his Son. The one who has the Son has life. The one who does not have the Son of God does not have life. I have written these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. This is the confidence we have before him. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. If anyone sees a fellow believer committing a sin that doesn't lead to death, he should ask, and God will give life to him. To those who commit sin that doesn't lead to death, there is sin that leads to death, and I am not saying he should pray about that. All unrighteousness is sin, 
and they're a sin that doesn't lead to death. We know that everyone who has been born of God does not sin, but the one who is born of God keeps him, and the evil one does not touch him. We know that we are of God, and the whole world is under the sway of the evil one. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know the true one. We are in the true one, that is, in his Son Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. Little children, guard yourself from idols. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.